Everyone loves a good family mystery, especially one with as many twists and turns as June's Journey. Escape your everyday life and experience the world through the lens of June Parker and search for hidden clues and uncover the mystery of her sister's murder. Engage your observation skills to quickly uncover key pieces of information that lead to chapters of mystery, danger, and romance. Where will each new chapter take you? Days are long and life is hectic. There's nothing more relaxing than shutting off my brain and playing a round of June's journey. I will take it all, the glamorous culture of the 1920s, scandalous family secrets, and explore and even build my own vivid sceneries. I love to let my imagination run wild when decorating my island estate. June needs your help, detective. Download June's Journey for free on iOS and Android. Legend lives on from the Chippewa on down Of the big lake they call Gitchagumi The lake it is said never gives up her dead When the skies of November turn gloomy Yeah, you know why we're starting with this Our boy, our boy The spokesperson more or less for cover to cover Put us on the map, some would say. I think a lot of times we hear people say, what was the fir- first record you bought with your own money? Mm-hmm. I believe I bought this 45 with my own money. 45? 45, the 45. Wow. The single, you know, what we used to call 45. The single. I believe I bought this single with my own money. And this is how we initially began playing music on cover to cover. We were trying to be funny, saying the difference between songs that were hits in like the 70s mm-hmm. and songs that are hits now. You'll Wasn't some, it this one in like Wet Ass Pussy? I think it was yeah, the first Yeah, I think we put ones. the two of them together or yeah. something like that and just tried to compare. Um, and I believe that the both both people who is currently who do it as pussy are still with us, thank, yeah. thankfully. Mm-hmm. But Gordon Lightfoot, however, has passed, eighty-four years old, uh, a Canadian uh, treasure. Mm-hmm. I mean, the people of Canada have lost one of their their most their, their proudest sons. Yeah, eighty-four-year-old Gordon Lightfoot, um, that we love over here on Cover to Cover, mm-hmm. and. I love uh, singer-songwriters. I, they're a thing of the past, they're, and they're and they're going. They're going. All of our singer-songwriters are in their in their 70s or mm-hmm. 80s. I don't know if they're making singer-songwriters anymore. It's certainly not a something you hear on the radio. No. So uh, it just it might be the end. So if you like a singer-songwriter, whoever it may be, Billy Joel, James Taylor, Bruce Springsteen, any of those guys. You better get out and see them now because it it I had tickets yeah. to Gordon Lightfoot. <laughs> and they moved it. It was supposed to be a year ago. They canceled it. They moved it. It was supposed to be like next week. They canceled it again. 
And now I guess it's permanently canceled. Mm-hmm. I haven't gotten my money back yet, but I, I guess it's not happening. Yeah. I was supposed to go see him over the Canyon Club in Agora Hills. And uh, I guess that's it. It's not happening. I, I, I He's one that got away. Yeah. Uh, I would have liked to have seen him go through his hits. And he probably didn't play long, 84 years old. I... When I bought the tickets, I was like, this is not happening, right? I mean, he's not, this guy's not getting on a plane and coming across the country. No way. And sure enough, it didn't. Uh, So anyway, we lost 84-year-old Gordon Lightfoot last night. And I sat here in my comedy condo, Alex, that we're currently sitting in. Alex and I are in Chicago as we tape this because we have shows tonight here in downtown Chicago Zanies sold out. We have Rosemont last night or the night before. Sold out. And last night I had like a free night in Chicago. And what did I do with that free night? Absolutely nothing. Nice. It was too cold. I'm just, I don't know what's happened to me. I I, I was, <clears throat> I'm usually prepared for the cold and I could be fine with it. But I wasn't prepared for this because LA had been warm and some of the other cities we'd been to recently, we were just in Florida mm-hmm. and even some of the other, they, they had been warm too. So I'm like, oh, we're out of the woods here. It's May. We're going to be good. It's going to be warm. It's going to be nice. And then I landed in Chicago. And of course, it's Chicago. I mean, it's it's uh, it's May in Chicago. Early May is still the winter. Yep. Um, not for them, not people who live here, like Alex saying, you know, I, they're out there in shorts at, at 40 degrees, but it was like rainy and cold. And I was like, what am I going to walk around the street? So I went and got something to eat. Let me tell you We'll get back to Gordon Lightfoot in a second, but just while this is fresh on my mind, all right, I want to tell you something. When, sometimes I go into a restaurant, and I did right here on Wells Street, right by the Zanies. This is Italian restaurant that I walked into, and it looked nice, and I have a bar there, you know? I just have to tell you of a, of a, of a pet peeve. Okay. First of all, that's one of my pet peeves is the word pet peeve. I've got to think of another one, but I don't know yet. Anyway, I walk in, and uh, I see there's some bar seats, and I love sitting at a bar. I had some bar seats. There's a hockey game on. I'm like, I'll pretend I'm interested in this Ranger Devils game and sit here and and hopefully nobody will bother me and I'll just sit and enjoy a Bud Light. Yeah, I said it. Bud Light. Ooh, I do like that, Alex. I like it. Trans beer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got a trans beer. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm fully queer now because I drank two tr- Bud Lights. <laughs> now? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, so, so, and then I ordered like Clams Casino. Okay, now here's my here's my thing. I see a, two ladies sitting next to me, two nice ladies. Yeah, probably in their early 40s. They're out having a fun time together, two of them. I don't know. Look, it seemed like they're just catching up on old times. And this is the my and then my food comes and the one woman turns goes, "Oh, that looks good. What is that?" And I'm like, "Oh, this is a the Clams Casino. Is it good?" I yeah, I haven't tried it yet, but yeah. yeah. And then of course, I I try. Is it good? Yeah, it's, it's very good. It's very good. Then she's like, oh, it smells good. I'm like, uh, can I? I mean, I fucking hate when people do that. Yeah. It's always when you're sitting at a bar because you're, you're close to them. Mm-hmm. And then the next course came. I got like some chicken parmesan or something. That looks good. I, uh, so order something for yourself. Uh, what, what are we doing here? Yeah. Is, am I crazy? For, do you want for, a bite? For, for, yeah. yeah. Am I crazy for this annoying me? And then she was like watching me eat it. Like, is it good? I'm like, Yes. I mean, it's also like, it's, I'm not going out on a limb here. It's chicken parmesan. Like, you've had, have you had cheese? Yes. That's what I should have asked her. Yeah. Have you had chicken? Uh-huh. 
It tastes like that. Mm-hmm. So let's, we don't need to talk about it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. I was in one of those moods last night. I was just like, oh, I was cold. I didn't have the proper clothes for 38 degrees. And I wanted, and I just wanted to get back to my warm comedy condo, which is, for those of you who don't know, is like an apartment that the comedy clubs put you in. And that's currently where we are filming and taping this uh, podcast. Anyway, back to Gordon Lightfoot. Uh, so that was our thing, uh, what we initially tried to do here on Cover to Cover. And uh, Gordon Lightfoot was one of our first. Because you'll always see in like when you watch these but these biopic movies, like the Queen one, oh, Bohemian yeah. Rhapsody, and even the Elton John one. There's a lot of good ones that have come out lately. And there'll always be a scene of where... You know, the the record executives are arguing with the band about their biggest hit. You know, mm-hmm. If you remember the scene where, you know, I think it's Mike Myers is playing the record executive in the Queen movie. And he's, he's like, there's no way we're going to do, uh, you know, the Bohemian Rhapsody. No way. So it's got opera in it. It'll never be a hit. And of course, the band fights back. Oh, trust me. I know like, it's going to be a hit. And that's always a fun scene to do in one of these movies. How... That song we just played yeah. got past any record executive mm-hmm. and became, I think, number one in the country for a long, if you guys are old, as old as me, you remember when Edmund Fitzgerald was all over the radio in whatever summer that was, 75, 77, whatever it was. It, and I was there a time when the record executive says, what is this about? Uh, it's about a boat. Uh-huh. So it's a fun, like, boat song? Like, I'm on a boat? Yeah. No, no, no. It's about a boat, a historic boat that crashed, sunk. Okay. Everybody died. Okay. And it's a, it's a, it's a kind of a morbid, slow song where I just talk about everybody mm-hmm. drowning in a storm. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is there a, is there a chorus or a beat? <laughs> can, can you dance to it? No, no, no. nothing, none of that. Just sit there. And let it and listen to it. Listen Stoically to drink. Yeah, listen to the yeah. story of twenty eight people dying in a, <laughs> on a boat, and and it was a hit. Mm-hmm. And that's what I always found so funny. And that's why we kind of do music now on cover to cover because that's what we were trying to do. And thank you to Gordon Lightfoot because I love that type of music. I love that era. I love, and now because we we are trying to find the song of the summer. Yeah. A lot of people were very happy with our first choice, Alex. Chinchilla. 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 I believe it was called Good Girl Gone Good Girl or something, Gone. Yeah, something yep. like that. And uh, people were into it. People were like, whoa, hot tip on Chinchilla. Mm-hmm. Now, I must admit it was a tip. It was a fan gave me the tip. Yeah. Somebody who listens to cover to cover. But a good tip nonetheless. So Chinchilla, uh, ranking very high so far on Song of the Summer. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, not unlike... When we discovered Kim Petras mm-hmm. a couple years ago, Unholy? before Unholy, we oh, discovered yeah. her. We remember we, we looked and she had very few Instagram followers mm-hmm. and all that. Uh, I looked up Chinchilla. She's not killing it either. We might have discovered Chinchilla. Yeah. So in a couple of years when Chinchilla's at the Met Ball, mm-hmm. we'll get to that in a second, everyone. Just remember where you heard it first. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, I would now like to play you from Gordon Lightfoot. The song of the summer forever. There will never be a better song of the summer. Maybe Summer Breeze by Seals and Croft. But this, take your chinchillas, take your watermelon sugars, take your 
I don't know, uh, Blurred Lines, all of the ones that you remember as being sung. But there's no better song of the summer than this one from Gordon Lightfoot. Once again, rest in peace, Gordon Lightfoot. Here's a little something for you. Now, let me just say this about this summer song by Gordon Lightfoot, Sundown. It's not, you got to find the right place. Mm -hmm. This is not out at the club or on the yacht or whatever you people do. Not out on the boat, not jumping around. Not everybody getting up in each other's business, zombieing each other, Alex. Yeah. We'll get to zombieing in a second. (laughs) This is not what this is about. Okay, this is... You're, you're, you're done with the beach already. You did it. You went out there, you danced around in your little outfits. Okay? Now you're, you're getting ready to hit the, the, you know, you're a little tanned up. You're feeling good. You showered, mm-hmm. washed the salt out of your hair. This is what's playing now. Yeah. Okay, you're back at the rental house. You see, am I painting a picture? Yeah. You, you and your friends all rented a house. And wherever, Jersey, whatever place you people go to. On the lake, you poor fucks. We rented a lake house. Gross. Uh, I like a lake house. Yeah, because you're gross. <laughs> We've established that already. You're a vaping, Red Bull drinking weirdo. Wow. <laughs> sounds like at a lake house? That sounds like a time. What, vaping and Red Bull and then <laughs> At song? a lake house, yeah. <laughs> I've never done a lake house. I grew up on a lake, Lake Ronkonkoma. I, I lived in a lake house, more or less. Yeah. Um, anyway, so uh, yeah, this is when you play this one. It's not for the high-end party scene. It's maybe a barbecuing, you know, having your dinner. Then you're going to hit the scene. Then you could play your, you know, your, your other shit, your, your, your chinchilla when you're out later. But this is chill out. Mm-hmm. Summer, back deck. You got a back deck on your lake house, your fake lake house that yeah, we're talking about? Obviously. Yeah, you, got a, you guys got a back deck on yeah. that? Okay, so is it a real deck or is it real? Just, yeah. Solid wood. <laughs> oh, boy. So that is Gordon Lightfoot. There you go. Singer, songwriter, another one down. We got to, I don't know what's going to happen when they're all gone, and it's coming. Mm-hmm. It's coming. I was listening to a little of. Of course, Alec Baldwin. I follow Alec Baldwin, of course, on Instagram. Haven't stopped yet, but it's getting close. And he's on the set. Yeah. You ready for this, everyone? He's currently on the set of Rust. Mm. Yeah, he's on the set. Back on the set of Rust, dressed up like a cowboy, whatever this movie's about. I guess it's cowboy themed. Mm -hmm. And he's doing his thing, You know, does his Instagram videos. And uh, he was talking about Gordon Lightfoot, you know, and rest in peace, Gordon Lightfoot. And he said he did an interview with him. A few years ago, up in Toronto, and uh, and he was talking about his love of of Gordon Lightfoot as well. And he was saying that we're losing, like, if you're my age, you know, Alec Baldwin's age, yeah, all these guys who we grew up with are 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 going, and it's just gonna get, it's gonna happen. You're gonna start hearing soon, like every other couple of weeks, we're gonna lose somebody because eventually it ends. Eighty four. I mean, the guy had a good life, mm-hmm. you know. It's just you, you. So there you go. Thank you, Gordon Lightfoot, for all you've done for us. The music will live on forever over here, cover to cover, and we appreciate it. But you've been replaced by Chinchilla over here, so we will now. Hopefully, Chinchilla goes on to lady. She's eighty-four mm-hmm. and still has a long and illustrious career, as did Gordon Lightfoot. 
on to another person that we lost. Oh, yeah. That uh, we forgot to even mention that Alex was telling me. This one hit ba- me. Basically, this one hit Alex hard. And it'll, <laughs> and once again, Alex is a, is a Red Bull swigging, <laughs> vape smoking, lake house loving mm-hmm. trash. Uh, and but this, I'm consistent. Yes. And he told me that this person was basically has his Saturday morning cartoons. Mm-hmm. He would be like, you guys have whatever you had Saturday morning cartoons, yeah. Scooby-Doo and blah, blah, blah. He goes, this was literally my Saturday morning cartoons. We would sit, the family would get together, right, Alex? All the family would All get the together. Family. The bull, Would the pit bulls be there? The, the, yeah, on the choke <laughs> chains. The, the, the three-legged pit bull would be mm-hmm. in the living room. And uh, they would all be sit down and watch Jerry Springer. Yep. Uh, family bowl viewing. of uh, yeah. uh, frosted mini spooners. <laughs> frosted mini spooners, <laughs> and everybody would sit down and watch Jerry Springer. And Rest we all we all knew Jerry. Yes, yes, and and we lost Jerry a couple of days ago. Mm-hmm. We're in Chicago. Jerry's, I believe, Springer shot his show here in Chicago. I believe at one point he was the mayor of Cincinnati. Strangely yeah. enough, and uh, you know had a. And then he became Jerry Springer. I remember it when Jerry Springer began. It was during the height of like Oprah had hit and everybody was trying to copy basically the Oprah model. We need more whatever Oprah was on ABC and all the other networks like we need an afternoon chat. You guys remember them all. Sally, Jesse, Raphael, Jenny Jones. Now, before I credit Oprah with that, let me just say there was also a guy who was also a Chicago based guy. Over at WGN, the station that I was at yesterday, mm-hmm. taping some stuff to promote the shows, and uh, and it was Phil Donahue. Phil Donahue was our before Oprah. It was Phil Donahue would run around, and and there was a guy named Morton Downey Jr. I don't know if you remember him. He was just crazy, Morton Downey Jr. I think that was his name, Morton Downey. Wait, I'm Robert Downey up. Jr. Morton Downey. I don't know if he had a junior on it. I <laughs> Morton just, Downey. His name was Morton Downey. He was insane. Maybe he might have been local to New York. I'm not sure. But just crazy. We had a local L.A. guy that was real crazy, too. Anyway, you guys remember. No, you're right. Morton Downey Jr. It was Morton Downey Sean Jr., Sean right? Morton Downey Jr. He yeah. Morton Downey he's Jr. dead now, but yep. he, he was wild. Mm-hmm. Geraldo, Sally Jesse Raphael, Jenny Jones. Every network was trying it. Yeah. And then Jerry Springer came. And Jerry Springer, I remember... If I'm if my mind's not playing tricks on me, he was serious. It was serious at at first. Yeah, he was doing like an Oprah thing. You know, there was no craziness, and I guess the ratings were terrible. And they were trying to. They must have tried. How? What are we going to do here? We got to figure something out. So they just went off the wall, and then because of that, I don't know if he took that idea from Morton Downey. If you guys remember Morton Downey, because he was off the wall from the get go. Like a lot of white supremacists and people throwing chairs in the audience. And okay. so Geraldo, same thing. You know, they just shaved my head. Remember Geraldo got, well, maybe it was Morton Downey. One of them got busted for faking. I was attacked in the bathroom and someone shaved my head. <laughs> what? The white supremacists. I don't know if it was, I think it see. might have been Morton Downey. He faked it, you know, just to get ratings. And it was all, these were wild times, everybody. Jenny Jones had a guest who, they came out. Now, these are all crazy stories, but it's all part of Jerry Springer's world. Jenny Jones got into a, I think she got, she went, was on trial because she br- brought out, okay, there was this guy, he's on stage, right? Mm-hmm. And he says uh, to Jenny Jones, I'm gay. 
and I want to tell my friend I'm gay. So they bring out this, you know, whatever whack job who's a little off, little. But this is, but this is back before we knew anything about mental health. You know, we didn't. If you just had any mental health issues, you were just an oddball. Yeah, people would call you. You know, he's a bit of a kook. Yeah, ants in his pants. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that was more of like a yeah. Just you stay steer clear of him. He's a bit of an oddball. Oh, you mean adults? Yeah, yeah. right. That's what you would say about yeah. someone with mental health. You didn't sit down with them and try and figure it out. Mm-hmm. So this person went on. And Jenny Jones says, well, Jim, your friend would like to tell you something. And he goes, I'm gay and I love you or something to this guy. The guy's like, what? I'm straight. Anyway, they say, thank you very much. Great show, everybody. They leave. The guy goes and kills the guy who came out as gay, shoots him in his house like that night. So Jenny Jones got was up on trial for like, I don't know, an accomplice to murder because of this show. These were just wild times. These are some of the stories that were happening. Mm -hmm. Okay. And uh, a lot of neo-Nazis and all that kind of stuff. And Jerry Springer was the, was the, was the one who created that world, I believe. Yeah. Uh, the first one, I don't know if it was Maury Povich first or he's the other one. He was another mm-hmm. one. Or Springer who did the paternity, paternity test. test. I'm not sure who did that one first. Yeah. But it became a standard. Uh, th- it, it basically just became all paternity tests. Yeah. You know the deal. Couple of. You know, black girl, black guy, white or, or trashy white or, you know, mm-hmm. whoever. You, know, uh, you, you are. And then, of course, the fighting. Yeah. Start swinging. And then Steve Wilco would come out. Yep. He had a, he, he spun off his own show, which I believe is still on. Mm-hmm. I mean, could you imagine sitting and watching this dumb shit? Like, no, not nothing at you, Alex. Yeah, I, know I you can't did. imagine sitting and watching this. <laughs> but I like, watched it for 30 like, minutes on YouTube last uh, night. He just he comes in and tells me, he goes, I said, what did you do last night? He goes, oh, I sat and watched old Jerry Springer's on YouTube. So anyway. Good program. Just to refresh your memory, we'd like to now play you a clip from a classic Jerry Springer that Alex found Last night and in and, and doing his Jerry Springer research. Yeah. It's amazing. Go ahead. Let's let's go back down memory lane with Jerry Springer. Yeah. First few months we was together, everything was good. We was rocking. Everything was the best. Yeah. I thought I, I, I found my chick. I think I found my wife. Yes. Jerry, three months in, she gets pregnant. While she's sitting there pregnant, I'm thinking I got a son coming. This is my baby. I'm You're excited for, about I'm this. I'm excited. Good. Jerry, I was the most excited man on this earth. Yeah. Jerry, this baby came out Asian. <laughs> <laughs> and obviously, that, now that guy's black. I mean, I'm guessing. I'm yeah. just going to guess. I know what this is. Don't cancel me. No. That guy's black, right? Yeah. And the baby coming out Asian. Uh-huh. That's, there's a, that we was got a, a problem. That was a plot twist. Yeah. So there you go. That was, I mean, it ran forever. I don't know if Jerry Springer like made any money off it. I feel like he must have. I looked it up. He was worth $60 million. Yeah. I mean, because I feel like he owned the show and he was one of those guys who who felt, but then he was working like right up to the end. He was doing like yeah. Jer- Judge Jerry Springer mm-hmm. and some weird other things. And so I, some people just want to keep working. Anyway, I think he was like 73 years old. He was laid to rest yesterday here in Chicago. I had heard. And uh, there you go. So we lost Jerry Springer mm. too. So I and and kind of that whole world of that type of show, mm-hmm. uh, except Steve Wilco, I believe is still going. Yeah, but you're not really doing that. Where like let's get people to fight in the audience anymore. Mm-mm. You get you know Doctor Phil, I believe is gone. Doctor Oz. You know, we have those shows. I think Phil just, didn't he end it? Did he? Let me check that. Well, we, he, we, have, uh, we have Bahad Behabi to thank 
Yeah. That was Dr. Phil gave us Bahad behavior. Ruined Dr. Phil. Yeah, she's 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 got seven hundred million dollars and and nineteen cars. I keep seeing her pop up on Instagram. Mm. The weird thing is, I'm and I'm I'm apprehensive to say this, and I'm sorry I'm going to, but she's not even really like attractive. She's kind of like an no. you know, and I see like she made thirty million dollars on OnlyFans, and I'm like, okay, like she's not like a attractive girl i'm mm. not saying that in a bad way i'm saying that she's you know she's not classically gourd beautiful or anything yeah you know like you would be like oh my god and then she's got an odd shape to her like you know of course i don't know if it's enhanced or like a big weird ass and yeah tits and i don't know. and i once again i don't know if she's still 16 or she's now 26 i don't know what her age is but she seems to be making i don't know who's going on the only fans because you could, I don't know anything about OnlyFans, but I feel like you could do better. Yeah. If you're going to spend your whatever, five bucks a month, mm-hmm. you could go look at somebody else who's, I, whatever she's doing, and I don't think she's doing anything. I don't think she's doing porn or I anything. I think that was kind of I think of she's part walking around her driveway showing off cars. <laughs> and so, you know, with some, with that guy who just had an Asian baby. Yeah. He's like with her, you know, yeah. going, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything was great up until it came out Asian. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I looked it up. Doctor Phil still going. He is still going. Twenty first season. Wow. Yeah. Does his wife still sit in the back of the room? Remember, she used to. She used to. She used yeah. to sit in the back of the room, and then when the show ended, he would he would leave the stage, and then he would go grab his wife's hand, and they would take off. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so just Robin all, McGraw. Robin McGraw. Are they still. I hope they're still together. Mm-hmm. I hope they worked it out. Whatever they. Uh, and then uh, of course, Doctor Oz had one, and. Uh, yeah, so they're still going, but they no longer encourage like fighting in the audience. Yeah, uh, which is maybe the, somebody should bring that back. You know, where I have a neo-Nazi fight. Somebody. Yeah. Anyway, there you go. Uh, rest in peace, Jerry Springer. Rest in peace, Gordon Lightfoot. On to uh, the Met Ball. Oh, last night the Met Gala. What was? It? What are we doing again? Is it the ball or the gala? This I know we had this gala. problem last year too. Yeah. Okay, the Met Gala. A gala, whatever you get the idea. It's a big deal. It's become a big deal. Anna Wintour, Carl Lagerfeld. Are you familiar with these people? Mm-hmm. Carl Lagerfeld. It, that was the theme last night. That it was the a celebration of Carl Lagerfeld. Carl Lagerfeld, of course, is a designer. We all know him. Uh, I know him best as a guy whose clothes you can get at these. Deeply discounted price over at uh, Off Fifth, yeah, which is a Saks Fifth Avenue knockoff. And if you want to walk around in a pair of sneakers that say Lagerfeld on the side in big bold letters, you can get them there for two hundred and twenty bucks. Mm-hmm. Actual retail price nine hundred dollars. Yeah, but over at uh, Off Fifth, you get two to two twenty. Anyway, I see a lot of Lagerfeld over there. Uh, so he is he is uh, a past. He passed a couple of years ago. And last night was a celebration of him. Mm-hmm. Now, I believe what I learned last night in looking up some of these outfits, it's all about the outfits. This is what it's about. Yeah. Uh, and the celebrities who are going to show up. Now, I had heard rumors earlier in the year that they, we were going to do no more Kardashians. They were, they're trying to stop the Kardashians because they believe it's cheapening the brand over at the Met Gala or Gala. Okay. I'm going to go with Gala from here on out just mm-hmm. so I don't whatever. And a few people have a problem with that. You can call the uh, uh, human resources. We have a uh, hotline. Yeah. You guys can call the cover to cover hotline and 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 file your complaints <laughs> with them. Uh, so anyway, the Met Gala, 
they they were saying no more Kardashians, but apparently that was lifted because they were there. And not only are they there, they're the ones who everyone's coming to see. Yeah. There are three of them. I think there were three of them there. Uh, there was Kim, of course. Kim is a, the, the big one that everybody wants. Yeah, that's and the And then get. there was Kylie and Kendall, from what I've seen. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize how tall Kendall is until I saw her standing next to Kim, who looked, Kim's like half the size of Kendall. Oh. Yeah, it was crazy in the picture. Now, I've met Kim, dear friend, dear friend Kim Kardashian, and very tiny, like a tiny person. But the other one, I believe, has the Bruce Jenner yeah. in her. The, does the, the Olympic athlete. The, yes. So she's got the Bruce Jenner mm-hmm. jeans in her. Kate, I know Caitlin, but at the time it was Bruce. So that's why I'm going yeah. with Bruce. I'm not dead naming everybody. No. Alex, you know I'm not dead naming, right? I know right? you would never. Yeah. Don't stand here and, and, and accuse me of dead naming. Mm-mm. <laughs> That's is that the term? Dead yeah, dead name. Yeah, uh, yeah. So but I uh, would never accuse you of that. I appreciate that. I just, you're you're a nice. That's person. a that's a very that's a harsh accusation yeah, to make against. I know, someone. I know. That's why I, I want everyone okay. to know. And once again, if you have a problem with this, you can file a complaint with our with our hotline. Uh, is my Instagram our complaint hotline? <laughs> yes, it is okay. actually. File to under alexcon.tv. Uh, oh, so anyway. Um, yeah, so she's, but of course, you know, beautiful. The everyone, they're good-looking people. Mm-hmm. The Jenners, whatever they've done, enhance-wise, and it has to be some enhancements. The thing about Kim, she was always good-looking. Yeah, she was pretty when she was, you know, cleaning out closets for Paris Hilton. Yep, she was attractive, and now she's even, you know, she's as attractive, if not more attractive. But it's a little bit different, but not nothing crazy. And Kendall, I believe, I don't know if there's any enhancements. I think she was just the blessed one. Okay. And then Kylie, of course, was because she was a little kid on on the Keeping Up with Kardashians, and she was not that she, not, not that she was going she was probably going to going to be gorgeous, but she was in the odd age or whatever that was thirteen, yeah. fourteen or whatever. So she had like a thin lip and whatever. Now she is the biggest one, maybe the biggest one of all of them, mm-hmm. and beautiful and whatever. I mean, I don't think plastic surgery has worked as good on anybody than that girl. It's it doesn't look too plastic surgeried. And she has changed her entire look for the better. Yeah. And it doesn't. So she, I'm good with it. Anyway, they all do their outfits and everybody's fine. Uh, and they go, they walk up a red carpet of sorts that people were saying look like a, everyone was saying the carpet looked like a toothpaste because it was like, a, <laughs> it looked like Aquafresh or whatever. That one okay. toothpaste that's like red and blue and white. Yeah. Long, it, it looked like that. It kind of did. Um. And now I, I I know we've we've done some research on this before in discussing the Met Gala. Uh, I don't really know what goes on once they're inside. Is it some sort of dinner? Is it a buffet style? Yeah, it's a buffet. <laughs> they walk. It's in. a lunch Just, buffet. Because this uh, Doja Cat uh, was dressed like a cat. Mm-hmm. She had had whatever she must have hired a makeup artist, some prosthetic makeup artist, to make her face like that of a cat, which was both. It looked cool, but it was also fucking kind of creepy. It was really yeah. creepy. She's good looking, that, that girl. If she ever, I think, her name's, what is her name? Doja Cat? Doja Cat. Doja Cat. Doja. I, now, Alex, I mean, you remember early on, you were an early adapter mm-hmm. of Doja Cat. You, yeah. we, that's back when we were in like Korean town studios yeah. days. Yeah, we were doing some Doja Cat I was Cat up stuff. with Doja. Yeah, so we were on that one early as well. Anyway, she was dressed like a cat. 
specifically Carl Lagerfeld's cat. I know. That's yeah. what I'm going to okay. get to. Yeah, because Carl Lagerfeld, I guess, had cats. Because mm-hmm. there was a lot of references to Carl Lagerfeld's cats. He's an old cat lady. <laughs> I mean, more or less. Yeah. I mean, Carl Lagerfeld was like... So, that character that Will Ferrell played in Zoolander, I believe, had to be based somewhat on Carl Lagerfeld. Because okay. it, it was almost... Some of the outfits you'd see him in, he'd be like there, like petting a cat in the front row of these, you know, fashion shows. Mm-hmm. And I was almost kind of laughing, like, is this for real, this guy? This guy? But whatever. He was a designer. Everyone seemed to love him. Anna Wintour, she showed up. She's dating that actor, Bill Nye. I think that's him, the, the English actor who I love is great and everything. Mm-hmm. But they were, they're dating. I mean, I like two oldies getting together and just enjoying each other's life. I can't imagine dating Anna Wintour. If she's, what do people tell, you know, because I guess Devil Wears Prada is based on her. Mm -hmm. I would imagine that's got to be a tough one. Yeah. Um, She never changes. She looks the same. That haircut, that face. She just always looks like Anna Wintour. Yeah. Never a smile. Never. I mean, I love that movie. Devil Wears Prada is a fucking great movie. Mm-hmm. It holds up. I'll concur with that. It's one of those ones that comes on TBS all the time, and I can't stop watching it once it comes on. It gets me every time at the end. Meryl Streep is on Anne Hathaway. Uh, all, they're all fucking fantastic in it. It's a great, great, great movie. Um, yeah, so anyway, they're together. Big shock. One, the William, one of the Williams sisters, Serena Venus, I'm not exactly sure, pregnant again. That was wow. exposed on the red carpet. Yeah. This is, I'm giving you guys all the hot Met Gala news. Now here's here's some of the problems. You know who showed Little Nas X. Okay. He's become a staple at these things. He comes, he's you know, he's a little yeah, he's a little ripped. And, he's ripped, yeah. a little ripped gay guy. And uh, good look, you know, handsome guy, jacked up, like jacked up. Yeah. But he came covered in glitter, covered, like mm-hmm. covered in glitter. His face was covered in glitter. Yeah, he looks like yeah. something from uh, those White Walkers. From yeah, that yeah, show that's what it looked like. Yeah, so it, 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 he was wild. But I guess this is what you have to do. Mm-hmm. You can't show up in Dockers and a, and a, you know, and a polo shirt. No. <laughs> you know, you don't see uh, Paul Giamatti's not there, you no. know, walking up in Dockers. That's, they wouldn't have that. No. So here comes, now I see Anne Hathaway's there and she's, you know, she's always cute, Anne Hathaway. And uh, is, there's a, someone's dressed like a cat. Someone's in a cat costume, mm-hmm. like literally a big cat. Yeah. Is walking up the red carpet, making a fool of themselves you know, just jumping up and down. And, and of course, this is a world. It's, it's bonkers, everybody. Let's just face it. It's bonkers. Yeah. People are encouraging this type of behavior. I see all the fashion photographers and fashion journalists are, are lining the red carpet, or whatever car, car, color carpet it was, and they're all encouraging this ridiculous behavior mm-hmm. from everybody. Like, yeah. and we love, and I'm not. I'm I'm half joking because I like this artistic weird shit too. So, uh, but I'm you know for you guys I'm planning for having fun with it. Yeah. So here comes this cat jumping up and down. Everyone's mm-hmm. laughing and you know in in regular society I'm like oh, all right with yeah. the fucking cat. And this is like a massive cat. It's a costume. it's a big giant cat. Very furry. Yeah. yeah. And everyone's like, who's in the cat? You know, this is a, who is inside the cat? Oh, it must have been all the buzz mm. in the in the fashion world. Who's in the cat? Who's in the cat? Who's in the cat? Anyway, 
And now Anne Hathaway's doing an interview, and here comes the fucking cat up behind Anne Hathaway as she's trying to do an interview with Vogue or whoever. Mm -hmm. And the cat's bothering her, you know, like a cat will do. Yeah. <laughs> They're rubbing up on her. And, <laughs> <laughs> well, uh -oh. and now the cat exposes himself, mm -hmm. takes off his big hat, head, and it's Jared Leto. Jared yep. Leto is the cat. And that guy's come a long way. I just want to say this about Jared. Get a hold of yourself. Yeah. Get get a hold of yourself. What are you doing? Uh, are you going to be that guy? Are you going to be this fashionista? You're a handsome guy. Mm -hmm. And you could be that guy. Remember he last year he had his own head. He was like holding his own head. That was his thing. Yeah. Or are you going to be a legitimate actor? Because he's kind of he is a good actor. I think yeah. he is. And I think he can be good again. But if you're going to play the two, if you're going to run up and down as a cat, you're not going to be taken seriously in the acting business. I, this is just my tip to you, Jared. You don't see Daniel Day-Lewis dressed up like a fucking beaver uh, at the, you know, you know what I mean? That's yeah. why we can accept Daniel Day-Lewis in any role because we're like, it's a, who's playing Lincoln? The guy who was dressed like a giant beaver yeah. at the at the Met Gala. Uh -huh. Oh, yeah? He was the beaver guy? Yes, it's him. So... <laughs> Sometimes you got to play if you you got to you can't do two worlds. Mm -hmm. You can be fashion guy or you can be Jared Leto actor. Yeah. But I don't think you could be both. No. Dear friend. I, so I, I was apprehensive to even discuss that because Jared Leto, dear friend, mm -hmm. you could look it up on Chelsea lately. He mentions me several times in an interview with Chelsea because we met at a party. I had had some drinks. <laughs> I didn't even really know who he was. But somebody told me he was in a band. Mm -hmm. 30, seconds, 30 to seconds to Mars. And he was wearing a little blue leather jacket. Uh -huh. I think I've told this story before. Mm -hmm. And I approached him at this party. It was an after MTV Video Music Awards party. And he was very nice. I'll give him credit. He was very nice to me. And I was talking about 30 seconds or whatever dumb shit. 30 seconds to Mars. Yeah movies whatever I, I could have been talking about gordon lightfoot i don't even know what i was talking mm -hmm. and uh and i mentioned the jacket i said that's it i like your jacket and he gave it to me i don't Just even know what i did right there he, no he gave it to me on chelsea he was on chelsea like a week later promoting oh. whatever and he said i would like to give chris this jacket and he gave me the little and he was a tiny man mm -hmm. i didn't you know i don't know if i'm a big guy but every actor, like he, or he just wears small jackets. Because mm -hmm. I went to put it on on the show, and I'm like, well, I, this is like for a child. I would love to wear this, <laughs> but it's electric blue, mm -hmm. and it's for a child. Yeah. Uh, and I probably should have kept it, but I don't think I did. I think I gave it to Goodwill, and now somewhere. Some, yeah. yeah some, some, some Mexican guy in Pacoima wearing around <laughs> these. <laughs> what are you wearing, Jose? Oh, these? It's a blue jacket. It's a little snug, I must admit. It's a little snug, but it looked good. It does look good. Yeah, it's really, it looks good. I could see you from far away. Yeah, it's blue. It's blue as the dickens. <laughs> oh, boy. Anyway, I no, maybe I do still have, I don't know where it is. I'll, I'll find it. Maybe. I think when Chelsea Lily ended, like, so we just left everything there. Like, mm. there was a lot of wardrobe, and somebody was like, you take it. Take the gay caveman costume. I was like, no. I think I was under the impression that we were like going to come back. Like, mm -hmm. eh, Chelsea will come to her senses and we'll be back on the show next week. So we just left everything there and we never got it back. So Yeah. 
And if you did have the gay caveman costume, you know you'd end up having to break it out, you know, yeah. at the saddest of times. As a matter of fact, know. I was introduced, I think it was yet last, was the show in Rosemont uh-huh. last night. That was the, the, the woman who introduced me from a, uh, the voice of God, we call mm-hmm. like, she was like, you know him as the gay caveman. I was like, where did you pull that one from? <laughs> that's, yeah. That's what I'm going to start yeah. bringing you up as. Wow. Like, anyway. Oh, boy. So that's the, that was the Met Ball. But everybody looked good. Mm-hmm. You know who looked good? This, you know who I, I like, Alex? This is Sydney Sweeney. Okay. Who's that, you ask? I have no idea. I, think she's a- I see her a lot. She's on um, that one on uh, where, the, where the kids finger each other on drugs. Oh, uh, Euphoria. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that one. Um, she's on that on HBO, and she's real good looking. Mm-hmm. And a little controversial right now because okay. she's apparently engaged. And apparently there's a lot of heat going on between her and her co-star who was a, I forget his name, but he's a handsome guy and he was mm-hmm. in Top Gun Maverick. Okay. And they are doing a movie together currently and they're showing all sorts of pictures of the two of them looking real cozy together. Looking, looking like they're having a good time together. A little more, a little better of a time than they should be having, than mm-hmm. an engaged woman should be having. Yeah. But her, and I don't know if her fiance is famous or not famous, but- we all know how this story ends. Mm-hmm. The girl becomes, she goes, takes off as yep. her career is. She's blowing up right now. And the husband is, you know, doing guest star parts on CSI Miami. Yeah. You know, so it's, that's never going to work. I get, I, you want it? You want an example, everybody? Chad Lowe. I'll give you several examples. Okay. Chad Lowe. Okay. There's one. Okay. Married to Hillary Swank. Everything was going great when Hillary Swank was, uh, karate kid. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's right. I said it. You guys remember Ralph Macho one time said, I'm not doing a karate kids anymore. I did karate kid one. I did karate kid two. I'm not doing them anymore. They said, okay, you'll be replaced by Hillary Swank. <laughs> and she was karate kid and karate kid three. That's right. And now Ralph Macho's back, of course, and he does nothing but karate kids. Funny thing about Ralph Macho and karate kid <laughs> was He's made an absolute. He's made a career out of being the Karate Kid. Now he's doing Cobra Kai on Netflix, um, and I like Ralph Macho. He's a Long Island guy. Mm-hmm. I do like him. I felt like he's been good in things, uh, and he's been doing this. This guy, this this Karate Kid, mm-hmm. for uh, fifty years now, close to it, forty yeah. or fifty years. He never seems to, in that time, have learned learned any type of karate at all. And any of the, even in the Cobra Kai, it's like, did this guy ever take a karate lesson? Yeah. Like, doesn't anybody on the set go, can you just do a come by, come by after this, after we wrap, mm-hmm. come by for a few minutes and learn a couple of kicks and whatever? Because yeah. every, you look like anybody could beat your ass. I don't even know karate and I could beat his ass, <laughs> but yet they cower in fear from him every time he goes into that crane move. Yeah. <laughs> And I'm like, wait room. a minute, why are we crowning here? Isn't this guy five foot six and 112 pounds? What are we doing? Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so I feel like he should, could have learned a little karate. Yeah. You know, Robert De Niro, would, and every movie he would lose 75 pounds to be the character. Christian Bale. Mm-hmm. Guy, if, if Christian Bale's going to be going to play a, uh, you know, an oil rig guy, he goes and works on an oil rig for like two years. Mm-hmm. This fucking Ralph Macho couldn't learn one kick. No been doing it for 40 years <laughs> uh anyway so uh what was i saying about ralph macho were we still talking about we were talking about oh 
this guy. Sydney Sweeney. Sydney Sweeney. Her oh, husband. Yes, that's with Chad Lowe. Chad Lowe. Hillary oh, Swank. Hil- Hillary Swank takes off. Her career takes mm-hmm. off. She's a two-time Oscar winner. Just had a kid at uh, uh, 62. I think she's 62 oh. years old. She had a child. She's not really 62, but, uh, uh, but close to it. Anyway, uh, two-time Oscar winner. And then once she started winning Oscars and becoming a big star, Chad Lowe, gone. Gone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. it's hap- We've seen it happen. There was a couple of... Uh, Sandra Bullock even had a couple... You know, mm-hmm. before uh, and they were just gone. As soon as the Oscars start coming in the big, they're gone. And this is going to happen to Sidney Sweeney too. This won't last with this Top Gun character either, but it's gonna. It'll, yeah. it'll happen for a minute. And this, l- let me just say this: the fiance, it ain't, it ain't happening. Well, I looked him up. Yeah, and he's he's a Chicago restaurateur who's. It ain't happening. They're all closed. Yeah, exactly. all the restaurants are oh, closed. Oh, yeah, so that's what he is. <laughs> Not yeah, a good yeah. Chicago. I think I think he served me a clams casino last yeah. night. That bitch wouldn't stop talking about. <laughs> you might have heard of Mister Pizza. Oh, is that or Pompeii Express? Is that oh? So he's got like he's, he's got like, like uh, food trucks. Yeah, I mean, pretty wow. much. Yeah. Uh, how did he get Sydney Sweeney? I guess he's, he's known he's her for there. a long time. Oh, okay. This yeah, is not working. It's not going to work. It's not happening. Anyway, it's, she's going to be with this guy it's in a Glenn couple of Powell. weeks. Glenn Powell in a couple mm-hmm. of weeks. And uh, that's how that's going to go. But here's the other thing. This is all, I don't know if this is publicity driven too. A lot of times, like Glenn Powell needed a bit of a pop. Mm-hmm. He he was like probably like the third lead of Maverick. Yeah. And nobody knows who fucking Glenn Powell is. I mean, that was a huge role that yeah. he had in that movie. He's like the hero at the end. He shoots down the plane, and mm-hmm. and but nobody remembers anything about it. And uh, so he needed some, some sort of pop. Mm-hmm. So the publicist must be like, "We got one for you." Yeah, we got a hot young, the the hottest actress in Hollywood right now is this mm-hmm. Sydney Sweeney. And we're gonna, you guys are gonna look like you're yeah. get lovey dovey on the red carpet. Like, what about my boyfriend? He's got, he's got a food truck in Chicago. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, let him uh, work at his food truck, okay? And, yeah. you, and you go, you and Glenn Powell get mm-hmm. a cozy on the red carpet while this guy's over there fucking hawking tacos on Wells <laughs> Avenue, making <laughs> <Like> Chicago beefs. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, oh boy. So that's the situation. The Met Ball. It's fun to watch, isn't it? And I think that's the point in the yeah. end. And then, of course, I think the, I think the closer is always Rihanna. Mm-hmm. She when she finally she's the last one always to walk the red carpet, and I believe she's still pregnant or pregnant again. Because wasn't she pregnant during the Super Bowl? Yeah. What is this kid? Seventeen? Yeah. Like I, 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 I feel like that was a long time ago, but yeah. she seems to still be pregnant. But she looks like like she, and she doesn't look like she's new pregnant. This is the same. No, pre- I mean it's the same. Yeah, because yeah. she was newly pregnant. I think in the Super Bowl that was mm-hmm. January. So yeah, so she could still be pregnant. Yes, that makes sense. Oh, uh, February. That, yeah. So yeah, it would be, make sense. But she's she's far along now. Yeah. Yeah. So she came and she's you know of course she, and she's with ASAP Rocky oh, okay. as soon as possible. I call him as he's a dear as friend, so I call him as soon as possible, Rocky. And um, <laughs> I've known him for years. This Christian name, yeah, I've yeah. known him for years. <laughs> So we've always, back in the old neighborhood, we always used to call him as soon as possible, Rocky. And I don't know where this ASAP came from. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, they, they, they're they together. Cute couple. Nice looking people. Um, a lot of guys wearing shorts, I noticed. A lot of guys were wearing shorts. You know, not, I'm not talking cargo shorts. No. But they were wearing a lot of, there was a lot of men in shorts with like some sort of duster type jacket over it. Mm-hmm. Um, 
that uh, that that hot actor right now who's he's in the zombie movie on HBO. Pedro Pascal. Pedro Pascal. Yes, yes. thank you, Alex. He had some sort of shorts on. Uh, ASAP Rocky had, I think, shorts on. Mm-hmm. There was a few people in shorts. You know what else? Hot news. I love talking about. I could talk Met Gala all day long, Alex. <laughs> Are you? Can you stick around? Yeah. You got, I got, do you got anything to do? I got nothing but time. <laughs> Let's do three more hours. Yeah. On. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, Pete Davidson and Kim Kardashian uh, mm-hmm. ran into each other again. Yeah. Because they were both there. At the after party. And they were at the after party. <laughs> yeah. So then there's an after party, mm-hmm. which it seems like most of the people had taken their outfits off. Even little Nas X, how he got that shit off like is beyond me. I don't mm-hmm. know if he used peanut butter or Noxzema. I mean, it's my little daughter gets a tattoo put on her from by the ice cream man. Yeah. I got to fucking get a welding torch to get this thing <laughs> off her. Somehow <laughs> little Nas X got this glitter off his face in mm-hmm. no time. Yeah. At the after party, he was in a whole another outfit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then um, and then they saw that Rihanna and ASAP Rocky, they said party till 6 a.m. or something. I'm like, this girl's She's seven pregnant. months pregnant. What? Yeah. Who wants to be up? I mean, I was watching something. Go- They're all, everybody was, there's good looking people. Mm-hmm. You know who's gorgeous? Is that Sydney Sweeney. She's good looking. Yep. Is this one who plays Barbie. Oh, Australian. Yeah. Uh, I mean, she is just, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Like, she's a, she's another level. You know who I'm talking about. Yeah. She's a big star. She's in everything. Margot Kidder. Margot Kidder. Margot Robbie. Margot Robbie. Margot Robbie. Margot, Robbie. <laughs> Margot Kidder. <laughs> Used to be in Superman. Uh, she went kooky. She got Margot Kidder was in Superman. She played Lois Lane in the Christopher Reeve Superman. And she went a little crazy. Went a little, went a little crazy. They found her in a pile of wood in Glendale. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah, no, she's alive. She was alive. She's since dead, but she was alive. She was but alive she was like in the naked in like a wood pile in somebody's backyard. Ooh. Listen, it's a tough business. I say it all the time. It's a tough business. It'll fuck with you mentally. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Anyway. Of that girl, Margot Robbie. Oh my God! Yeah. Like you don't want to stand next to her on the red carpet. Not it, at it, all. She would make you look ridiculous. Mm-hmm. It, it's. It, I don't see her with a man though. You never see. Is there something up there? Does she have a man? Let's does she? See. Does she have a guy who's like a rest, a food truck driver uh, as yeah. well? It's probably like one. Of, she's like dating some guy who doesn't do anything. You know. Yeah. Like he's not famous because I I don't know her deal. I, she's see. always on the red carpet alone. She was on the red carpet alone yesterday, she's as was J Lo. She's married to Tom Ackerley. Oh, that's not going to work. How long has that been going on for? Thomas Ackerley is a British film producer yeah. actor. They've mm-hmm. been married sure since is. 2016. Yeah, that'll be over soon. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Lots happened for her. In the yeah, last yeah. Seven she's years. she's yeah. a big deal now. Yeah. She's, uh, she's big star, big star. I don't think Thomas Ackerley's going to be around much longer. No. Um. Anyway, well, maybe he can uh, work on the food truck with Sidney Sweeney's husband. Yeah. Uh, but he's a producer. Sure. Mm-hmm. I'm a producer, too. I produced a, I just produced a cover to cover for you guys. And mm-hmm. within 40 minutes, we produced a cover to cover. Yeah. So I could call myself a producer, too. I mean, I still do. I call myself you a are. producer. You are. Actually, you are. I, I call you that, too. People are like, who's that guy? I'm like, that's a producer of cover to cover. <laughs> you know he's a big time hollywood producer so yeah that was but all in all is fun uh j-lo was there sans ben no ben affleck oh. in which people was like good let ben stay home he doesn't like he this doesn't stuff need to be yeah so a hockey uh, jersey yeah yeah right annoyed. so they didn't they didn't uh she was out there on her own mm-hmm. and uh it's a big event and then the after party you know people just go and and the other thing is, like, none of these people are spring chickens, you know, like, everyone's 
upwards of 30s, up high 30s, 40s, yeah. 50s. Like, I, I don't know how Cindy Sweeney's probably young, but otherwise, I think everybody is like, what are we all doing till four o'clock in the morning? Come on, everybody, let's go home. Yeah. Um, I would, I'd be like, that's it. We're done. Anna Wintour, I'd be like, come on, Chris, you need to come out with a, listen, I'd love to miss Wintour, but I gotta, I gotta go. Mm. Where do you gotta be? Oh, where do you gotta be? I'm doing zanies in Chicago. You're doing zanies? Yes. It's mm-hmm. uh, it's on the, the the original one. It's a little one. Yeah. Can we come? Me and Bill Nye. I don't know. Is she English? No. I think she's American. Is she American, Anna I'm Wintour? He- I don't, you know, I don't know. We're deep I'm into gonna, your realm right I'm now. Gonna I'm going to say sorry. that she, I'm going to say Anna Wintour is American. Yeah. But I could be wrong. Let me look that uh, up. But now she's dating Bill Nye and he's British. So mm-hmm. maybe she's British. Look it up, Alex. I'm looking it. <clears throat> uh, anyway. Great time over there. A couple of other things we'd like to talk about. We mentioned British earlier. journalist. Oh, she's British. Okay, she's yeah. British. Um, craziness going on uh, currently in Hollywood. Uh, writer strike. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you guys heard about this, but last night at midnight, we. I'm a proud WGA member, uh, and and was in some hot negotiations at many times over the WGA building. Nice building over there in Fairfax. Um, you know, I was, had to negotiate some contracts for Chelsea lately and we were fighting hard for our uh, rights mm-hmm. uh, on Chelsea lately against E Entertainment Television. Uh, they would at the time had no union shows and we, uh, myself and the soup became their first, uh, WGA written shows. Anyway, I'm just trying to say that I, I'm like Norma Ray yeah. of the writers. So it's, I'm, I'm not unfamiliar with this, what's going on. So they decided last night at midnight that they, uh, they had been negotiating with a lot of streaming services and stuff for quite some time, but I guess nothing was happening. Uh, and they decided to strike. So it's a big deal in Hollywood. So now everything's shut down. Uh, all the late night shows are shut down. There'll be no Jimmy Fallon's. There'll be no Stephen Colbert's. None of that. There'll be no TV or movies for right now. This could change because I'm mm. sure they're going to try and get it up and running as quickly as possible. But, you know, just to bore you with some background of it, from what I'm learning is I, I'm not on a show currently and probably never will be again. But uh, I do have, you know, I'll get a couple of bucks in as a pension mm-hmm. from them when I retire. I think I get, I'll think I get like 300 bucks a month yeah. in my WGA pension. So you're highly invested. Yeah. In so, yeah. So this is part of my, it's my world. Yeah. You know, they, now they, they cause I'm a WGA member. They write me like, we're going to be picketing tomorrow at Netflix building on sunset. I'm like, oh, I don't got time for that, but maybe I will. Mm-hmm. You know, I remember I told the story one time because they struck years ago. It was like 15 years ago that the writers had a strike and I went to one of the, the, the rallies. Yeah. And that's where I met Matthew Perry. And he had a lot of hair in his nose. Have I told you that story before? No, I don't think so. He had a, like a, like an, a, a kind of a stro- an inordinate amount of hair in his nose. He's an okay. odd duck. Yeah. Anyway, he had a lot. So, and I remember like somebody introduced me to him and I was, oh, good to see you. And I, my takeaway I was like, what the fuck is with this guy's nose? <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know what the situation was. I don't know if he has like a you know, overactive thyroid or yeah. so whatever triggers nose hair growth mm-hmm. he's got a lot of yeah it. takes uh, a lot of fish oil <laughs> Maybe it's the, yeah he takes fish oil <laughs> is that what it is fish oil? <laughs> uh so anyway um yeah so there is a currently a strike so hollywood is shut down more or less 
and we'll see what happens. It's that they basically want more. And I do understand what they're saying because for the, like, let's face it, just the, the TV landscape is just so weird mm-hmm. and changing every day so rapidly that, I mean, it's going to be hard to figure all this stuff out. Yeah. I, I remember the actors went through it too, because streaming and like, what are we doing? Cause we had it all down when it was just network TV. And this is what you get. And if it's rebroadcast, then you get residuals and blah, 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 blah. But now that's all kind of up in the air. So uh, uh, now what I had read was take a show like Elementary. Okay. It's this hit show. No, Abbott Elementary. It's a hit show on ABC. Now, what Abbott Elementary will do is it's on ABC. So it's a network show, which is a good gig to have as a writer. Mm-hmm. A network show. It's still, I think it's still good, but that's eventually going to be over. There's not going to be no, no, no more network. So what Abbott Elementary does is they show their show on a Thursday at eight o'clock, let's say, like regular TV does. But the moment then once you watch it there, the next day it's on all the streaming services. You yeah. can watch it on Disney and, and whatever, Hulu, whatever, whatever the ones are connected to ABC, mm-hmm. which is Disney. Uh, so you go and the writers are saying, well, where's our money for those? Like we I got paid for it being on ABC, mm-hmm. but now you're throwing it on 10 other things the day after. And I'm not getting paid, which is, I think, a legitimate gripe. Yeah, because I think more people are watching the streaming Absolutely. than are watching yeah. know, so, the television. So what they're saying is we're not. And and of course, the profits of all these people, the Netflix, Reed Hastings and the people over Netflix, the CEOs of these companies are making trillions. Mm-hmm. And the writer's like, we just want a little three yeah. percent. They're saying mm-hmm. we want three percent of the your profits uh, because honestly, in the end, without the written word, every everything sucks. Yeah, every like the it all begins with the script, mm-hmm. uh, and there are a lot of shit ones. There's a lot of shit ones, but the, the good stuff you see, uh, television shows and movies, and even you know, late night and and monologue jokes and stuff like that. It's all the good ones are are written. Mm-hmm. They're not making this shit up. That's written by a writer and and honed and and everything else. So it'll be interesting to see how it all goes because it is, you just have to change all this shit. These, yeah. are, these are changing times. And the other thing that everyone's concerned about, which brings me to the next story, is that cons- these writers are very concerned about AI. I guess this is a real f- issue. And they're saying that these these streaming services are basically saying, well, you're all going to be replaced by AI in a couple of years anyway. So, uh, you know, just this is the end. Mm-hmm. It's over. Yeah. For a television or, or a writer. And AI, you could just say, write, um, you know, Wayne's World 3. Yeah. And AI will be able to do it. So they're saying. I've Who seen knows? a lot of that and it's clunky. Okay. It's- but you're also in the infancy of AI. So, yes, it's clunky mm-hmm. now. Yeah. But will it be clunky in 10 years? But like cell phones think- were clunky. Everything's clunky in the yeah. beginning. I think there will be a big boycott to art that's made by robots. Well, too. I'm glad you said that, Alex, because um, that brings me to my next story. And this, Jeffrey Hinton, familiar with Jeffrey Hinton? Not at all. Uh, he is the godfather of AI. Jeffrey oh. Hinton is the godfather of AI, more or less, and he works at Google. Anyway, Jeffrey Hinton just quit. He quit Google, and uh, he's uh, he, he, a man widely seen as the godfather of the artificial intelligence has quit his job, and he warned on his way, 75 years old, Jeffrey Hinton announced his resignation from Google in a statement to the New York Times saying he now regrets ever inventing AI. He yeah. says this is going to be far worse than anything you've ever seen mm-hmm. like and i'm sorry this is jurassic park shit this yeah. is like a jurassic park when he was like 
you know, Jeff Goldblum says you you were too busy you're thinking about yeah. yeah, you're too busy thinking about whether you could do it. You didn't think about whether you should do it. Yeah. And that's what this is becoming. Uh, yeah. And this is what he so basically this guy says that. He goes, right now, these robots, whatever you consider AI, I mean, I guess they're robots. I don't know what they're considered, but I mean, he it's says it's a lot of different things, right? Right now we're seeing things like G GP42 eclipse a person in the amount of general knowledge it has, and it eclipses them by a long way. In terms of reasoning, it's not as good, but it will be. Mm -hmm. He's like, it's not as good now, reasoning-wise. It's got it's smarter than anybody. Yeah. I don't even know what any of this shit is, but I I'm just letting you know, just like we gave you Doja Cat. And chinchilla mm -hmm. and 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 coronavirus back when we were calling yeah, it that. Yeah, we broke we it. We broke a lot of these things. Mm -hmm. This is another one. Be careful, everyone. Now, many of you will be dead by the time this comes to get you. Maybe. Um, yeah. Or, or yes, there was another guy we talked about who says he was an AI guy, too. He says, with AI, mm -hmm. we can live forever. Yeah. That means I'll be doing this stupid fucking podcast for the next 500 years. We'll be having an AI program. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway, this is all terrifying. This is the kind of shit I worry about. Mm -hmm. not, not for me, but for my daughter. Yeah. You know, we got to worry about these things now because I don't know what. Like, I mean, I don't need some robot bullying my daughter. You know, mm -hmm. she's going to be bullied for whatever weird quirk she has that yeah. I've given her genetically. But, you know, a person doing it fine. We could handle that. But I don't need her. Eh, look at your underdeveloped calves. What? What? She's got underdeveloped. That was a genetic. It was passed on from mm -hmm. me. She can't be to blame. She's don't robot. Stop it. Don't blame her for that. That is my genetic flaw. And I genetically, I passed it on to her. Now, you better stop it, robot. This is, yeah, the robots in the in my house in this scenario. It's actually cleaning up after your daughter, but still bullying her. It's weird. It's, very, it's like your maid that's just very mean to your strange. daughter. I think we just wrote a new movie. Yeah, but because we're on strike, we can't finish it. Yeah. Oh boy, oh boy. Rest in peace to uh, to Gordon Lightfoot Gordon and to Jerry Lightfoot. Springer. Two guys who have brought me some joy over the years. I was never like a, yeah, of course I, I sat and watched Jerry Springer from time to time. Mm -hmm. It was fun to watch. We yeah. all liked the wackiness of it. Uh, and of course, Gordon Lightfoot still will continue to bring me joy. That's the beauty of music. You mm -hmm. know, they're, they're gone, but never forgotten. Like Sundown and and, uh, and Every Highway and uh, uh, all these uh, rainy day people and all his hits, with Edmund Fitzgerald, will continue to live on for me because that's the kind of shit I listen to. Yeah. Um, and of course we'll go back to our regular, uh, search for the summer song, um, next week or, or with future episodes on mm -hmm. Patreon or whatever else. Uh, and then I'm coming of course to, uh, Indianapolis, which I'll be, you guys will be listening. Oh, you know what? Forget that one. Cause it'll be over it'll by be the time over. this airs. Uh, but St. Louis will St. be Louis. Thursday night. So if you guys are listening in the morning, come out to the helium in St. Louis, the tickets are almost, I mean, it's pretty mm -hmm. sold. So we're doing well over there. Uh, and then uh, Omaha, Nebraska, Omaha, Nebraska is next. That's the weekend after. Uh, and that is at the funny bone in Omaha. That's Friday and Saturday night. Uh, and then I go on to the Glendale, stir Arizona. crazy yep. comedy club in Glendale, Arizona, May 19th and 20th, Friday and Saturday. And my birthday is Sunday, May 21st. Yep. So come out to the Glendale, Arizona, second floor of a mall, an outdoor mall, a mm -hmm. nice outdoor mall. At the a little small club. I love it. It's yeah. called Stir Crazy. I've done it before. Love to see you there. That's in Glendale, Arizona. Which Are is, you driving? 
I think I'm going to. Yeah. I looked it up and it's like five hours. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I might just do the. I did so, the drive last time and I kind of enjoyed it. Yeah, you can haul anything, any birthday <coughs> gifts, you can haul them home. Oh, the, oh, don't tell people that. <laughs> Thank you, Alex. You just ruined my day. Um, yeah, so so yeah, that's what I'll be hauling all of your shit home. Um, yeah, I think I'm probably going to drive yeah. on that one. Anyway. Uh, I think we did everything we need to do here. Mm-hmm. I think we covered the, the uh, am I missing one huge Met Ball story? I feel like I'm missing one huge. No, I think I named all the people. I mean. Uh, the big play. Yeah. Oh, I saw Brittany Griner was there. She oh. Now, what is this? She, now she's a, she's like she's just, all over the place. She was at the press. Uh, what is it? What is this White House correspondence dinner? Why is every, like, why is Chrissy Teigen there? Yeah. And why I is Brittany Griner there? And it's and being you know hosted who I saw by there? comedians. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's always been the case. Yeah. They've always had a comedian do the, do the hosting. But, uh, but, but the, and I guess. I don't know, but it, I don't understand it. Mm-hmm. And also, you know what? I mean, all right. Chrissy Teigen, I understand. Big star. Brittany Griner, I get it. She was in like a political, yeah, political thing. So yeah. she was part of like the press world. But the fucking girlfriend of Key, of, of Kanye was there. That oh, wacko the, the Fox. Fox. Julia, Julia Fox, Fox. Wearing like kabuki makeup eyebrows. or something. Yeah. <laughs> it was like crazy. Like, what is she doing? Like, yeah. does she just show up at things not uninvited mm-hmm. and just like for t- pictures? I think that's how she meets all these stars. Uh, but right? I mean, like, what are we doing? Yeah. Like, it was, if Julia Fox was really in the White House Correspondents Dinner, we let mm-hmm. AI take over. Yeah. Honestly, let AI, let the robots have it because mm-hmm. we, uh, we fucking have lost control. Yeah. Uh, okay, everybody. I've done. I think we've done all we could do here. You can get a poster that says just that. Uh, suitable for framing. Eleven mm-hmm. by fourteen, I believe. Seventeen. Seven. Eleven, 11 by, by 17, seventeen. Excuse me. The po- that frame. Eleven by seventeen. Available at Target. Yep. Available at Target. I. It's like twenty two ninety nine. Pretty standard. You frame it. And you are having a good time. Put mm-hmm. it up in your house. You're going to love it. Put it up in any room. Like I was telling before, it makes sense in any room. Yeah. Okay, let's go out on a little more Gordon Lightfoot. Why not? He's, he's He put us on the map, and we're going to honor him for doing that. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening to Cover to Cover. We have Patreon and everything else. And uh, and thank you for coming out to the shows. Mm-hmm. You, you're, we are killing it out there. Florida was great. Chicago's been you great. Oh, this is so good. I mean, it doesn't get much better. Thank you, Gordon. Eighty-four. I hope you. I hope you had a. I hope you feel like you had a good life. You know, that's all I wish for people. When they're when they in the, in the end and they're they're on their their deathbeds. Mm-hmm. I hope you're like, oh, thank God I didn't have to go to the uh, Canyon Club <laughs> in the Gore Hills. Oh. All right. Bye bye. You can't see if I could read your mind, love. What a tale your thoughts could tell. Just like a paperback novel, the kind of drugstore sell. When you reach the part where the heartaches come, the hero would be me. Heroes often fail And you won't read that book again Because the ending's just too hard to take
Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.